Welcome to the It's Not About the Fucking Food podcast. I'm Chloe and this is the podcast that's dedicated to helping women love and nourish their bodies with ease and create their vision board life. Welcome to another podcast. Today we're talking all about motivation and more importantly how to motivate ourselves without bullying ourselves. Recovery is not a short journey, it is one that is also difficult, especially when we are really in those earlier stages of of really finding how to move forward. So feeling motivated and knowing how to access that motivation and create more of it for ourselves is so important. There's a big myth around motivation that suddenly when we get to rock bottom, we will feel motivated. Motivated Motivation actually doesn't work like that. And waiting for that right time to change is ultimately what keeps so many people stuck for so long. So today I'm going to really be debunking what motivation is, how we build it and how to build it in a really positive way so you can actually move yourself forward. Motivation is actually really, really easy to create. And we create it by focusing on just two things. The first thing being the pain points. The things that we really hate about our current situation, where we are right now or where we we have been, if we maybe have made some progress already. These are things like food guilt, food anxiety, calorie counting, struggling to socialise, hating our body, um, you know, being fed up of having that constant anxiety, fed up of hating our bodies, fed up of all of the things that we get fed up with when we've struggled with eating disorders, disordered eating and anxiety. We know what those are, you know, and also we can add pain points like the health situations, the the long-term impacts of ultimately not looking after, not loving our bodies has on our health and our future health as well. These are all pain points you're going to be really familiar with and this is so often the part of um, motivation that we find easiest. An important part nonetheless but it is not the only part to motivation and if we just have these pain points, if we just have the things that we know we hate about where we're at, that's when we really promote that negative self-talk, sometimes that victim mindset as well, because we hate our lives, we hate what's going wrong with them, we hate the fact we have the eating disorder, you know, for, for some of you that's going to feel as strong as that, for others it might not. And when we're focusing on those things, we, it's quite easy for us to get started telling ourselves we can't get there, it's so miserable, I'm never going to have what I want, we really get into that state of mind, And I think so often this is because we're actually missing the other part of the puzzle, the really important part to motivation. So first part, pain points, you've probably got that down already. But if you haven't, make a note of your pain points, make a note of what you're moving away from the eating disorder to achieve. Why? Your big why behind recovery in terms of what you're moving away from. But so often we miss the second part, which is where are we moving to? and why the eating disorder hates uncertainty right we've talked about this before you've heard me say how safe how certainty creates safety and the eating disorder craves that that's why we like numbers that's why we like things to go to plan that's why we you know spend that time making plans and working out hypothetical situations is because we're craving that certainty so if we're just beating ourselves up and reminding ourselves how rubbish life is in in parts at least right now 
but we're left with this wide open situation of what actually is life going to be like and do I want to get there we're not going to make very good progress and we're always going to be pulled back as I've talked about again and again to that certainty we're always going to be pulled back to our current situation because whilst we don't love it it is safe because it is what we know that's how the brain's going to perceive it so you really have to decide what that future is going to look like and why it's so important for us to get there and a lot of people I work with find this really hard they find it hard to dream about their future because they feel like what they don't want to get their expectations up in case it never happens they want to get it right so that you know actually it's accurate um they want to make sure that they are moving towards the right thing so they want to make sure that they've you know that they're not setting themselves down the wrong path all of these questions come up when I ask clients to think about their future so the tendency is for us to go oh I don't know what that's going to look like I'm not going to bother because I'm not going to do it unless I'm going to get it unless I'm going to get it right I want it to be right I want it to be perfect we quite often have this perfectionist mentality and that again leaves us wide open with this uncertainty what I invite clients to do is to dream to have hope knowing that actually when we tell ourselves that um we might not get there I don't want to get my expectations up I don't want to get my hopes up we're already failing before we've started we're already telling ourselves we're not going to do it and if that's what we're telling ourselves we won't we're never going to forecast to predict what that future is going to look like perfectly and nor should we we're looking at our future through the lens of our limiting beliefs we're looking at the future still feeling like we're not enough that we're not deserving that we might not get there that we don't deserve an amazing life that life's supposed to be hard for us we'll have all of these presets in our brain so what you imagine now is going to be so much smaller the the life that you get to have when you start moving down that line because if you start when we start moving towards recovery our mindset improves just by being fed alone you know we see that improvement in 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 our mindset and then on top of that doing the work around our our mindset our limiting beliefs like life is only going to get better I could not have dreamed of the life that I have now like it would have just been impossible but it's not it is my reality So just decide something, right? We just have to create that picture so that the brain can go, we're going somewhere, we've got this destination in the GPS. You may choose to take a detour, you may choose, you may get there and you may think, actually, I can do more than this, that's normally what happens. And clients then go on to, you know, go on and and improve and live even better lives. But the most important thing is we give that brain that certainty. It doesn't matter whether it's right or whether it is the the going to be everything you're going to have, whether it's going to be a pit stop on your journey, whether it's going to be the end point, whether you're going to decide you want something completely different. It does not matter. All we're doing is giving the evidence for the brain that it can move forward and that you have somewhere safe to go. So I really invite you to write some bullet points down of what life is gets to be like when you are recovered what do you want it to be like and it can be as unrealistic as you like it does not matter 
all we're doing is telling the brain that it's going to look good it's safe for us to go there we have some certainty around it and really importantly I want you to focus on how it feels maybe you want to change your career and you say to yourself uh, and, and do it in present tense that's really really important I have the most amazing job now this is what I'm doing and it feels so empowering I look forward to getting out of bed in the morning and going to work because I enjoy it maybe it looks like going to bed and reading a book without intrusive thoughts coming in maybe it means going out to dinner with friends and being able to socialize and be present in the conversations rather than totting up the calories or wondering what if or maybe choosing something off the menu that you really fancy not worrying about what it's got in it make some scenarios for yourself that get to be your future as i said it might be a pit stop for you. You might take a different path. You might decide that that career is not for you. You might decide that, you know, you don't actually want to have a boyfriend and maybe you've put a boyfriend on your wish list. It does not matter. All we're doing is creating some certainty of where you want to go. And the brain doesn't care whether it's real or not. And to give you an example of, of, of why it's so important to give our brain this evidence and how actually easy it is to manipulate that. We actually do it all the time. Every time you think through a hypothetical situation, what if I say this to so-and-so and and they reply with this, what if they're upset with me? You're creating those hypothetical situations. I used to be absolutely terrified of flying. Terrified. by the time I got on the plane I had run through so many plane crashes in my head I think I'll get my life jacket here I'll go out this exit that by the time I got on the plane I'd convince myself that the plane was going to crash that was the only situation I would live through hundreds of plane crashes by the time I got on the bra- on the plane that is what my brain experienced so all we're doing when we're doing exercises like this is playing it from both sides of the fence rather than just telling ourselves what if I don't recover what if I get stuck here I hate it here how miserable it is you know what if um I never meet that person what if I never get a job I enjoy you know we're constantly doing those hypothetical situations all the time in the negative sense actually just fueling our brain with more evidence for the fact that we can't do it that we can't get there So instead, let's just play it from the other side. Let's think for a moment, what are the hypothetical situations that could happen in our dream life, that could happen in recovery? And by doing that, again, the brain is seeing them, is seeing the possibility and experiencing them as real evidence, regardless of whether it's manufactured or not. The brain doesn't care. So that's what I really would love for you to do. Spend some time writing down your pain points and don't spend too much time on them as I said you'll know them inside out already the second thing I want you to do is get clear on where you want to go or where at the moment your destination looks like what you want your destination to look like at the moment knowing that that gets to shift and change write it down in present tense that's really important that helps the brain know that it gets to be your reality and write about how amazing it feels and that's going to really motivate you to get there it's going to excite you it gets to be exciting recovery gets to be exciting it's bloody hard work let's make it fun when we can let's make it exciting to get to your new life where you get to have everything you desire and so much more because as I said it snowballs in that really positive way as we go through that journey 
and don't wait for motivation to arrive. It's not how it works. You get to build it and now you know how. So go and build that motivation so that you can move forward and have the amazing life that you deserve. And you do deserve it. And have fun with it. Have fun with creating that dream life. Maybe do a vision board with it. Maybe do bullet points. Maybe write a letter saying how amazing your new life is. It gets to be fun. It gets to be easy. That's all I have to say on motivation for today. I hope you found it useful. I hope you learned something and I will see you in the next episode.